And right now we have uh, Stahl Vaughn here in the studio. He's going to tell us everything he's up to right now. He's out of Los Angeles by way of what, Nashville and Lexington, Kentucky, right? In fact, my, my uncle's a professor in Lexington, so we're, we were chatting about that. Um, and uh, you have a new album. I do it's a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just finished this up. Um, Carl Bramel from My Morning Jacket produced half of them. And then, would you repeat oh, that? I'm the moron. Hey, I had the wrong mic on. Yeah, that's fine. That's I, fine. I'm not usually this incompetent, but it's been a few months since I've been behind the board, so, you know. Hey, well, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> so what we were talking about uh, the my new record, The Conversation, which uh, Carl Bramel from My Morning Jacket produced half of it and also um, my mentor and kind of the guy who got me started, a guy named Mike Wanchek, who's been with Mellencamp uh, for 40 years, has done some Dylan stuff, James McMurtry, all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, I love him. Oh, I love James McMurtry too. He did the rest of it and then um, all mixed at Mellencamp Studio. So it was kind of a, I started it, um, I kind of came back online. I was uh, producing other artists and trying to do an artist development company and I did. I did do the newest Dwayne Betts record. I wrote oh, and, and uh, produced that. They were just here. Yeah, they were at uh, uh, the Greeley Blues Jam. Exactly. I was out here with them writing a writing a record for Devin Almond and Dwayne. They're oh, going to do a record yes. together. So I was out here during that, and then um, so I so that came out of it. But then I hadn't been writing much of my own stuff. So this was a chance for me to come back online and kind of got a couple songs going and found that space again that's kind of free from insecurities and and uh and so it was the first kind of the conversation was between myself and kind of the great spirit or whatever you want to call it and then i kind of called upon um people throughout my life that have been helpful like carl mm -hmm. and mike and just kind of had a new experience that way so yeah and um i think you did a few videos i did yeah with austin lynch yeah the so son of david lynch son of david there we go. um yeah, so he's been my best friend since Interlock and Arts Academy. Oh, great. Oh, and uh, so the first time I ever went to California, I was uh, they were filming Mulholland Drive. So I'd ride down with David mm -hmm. uh, and Austin and I would uh, make sure nobody walked through any of the scenes. And then, um, but yeah, so Austin's a great filmmaker of his own right. He just had his debut called Grey House, mm -hmm. which... Um, which he's a lot like his father, but he's more, he kind of takes a more natural approach where his father's kind of industrial in a way. Uh -huh. And uh, so, but when I first moved out to LA, I did music for David Lynch's Interview Project, which was a Webby award-winning documentary series online. So, you know, I have a long connection with, with Austin and he, he saw it fit because I was playing him the stuff before anybody else, and he wanted to kind of do some landscape stuff with me performing the songs. So, yeah. There and it, it came out what? It came out this last March, right? This yeah, past those, March, those videos or, did. The oh, record came okay. out. Uh, so the record was different. That was kind of a beginning mm -hmm. of kind of like stripping it down. And then the record just came out last month. Oh, great. Yes, great. not even a month old. Oh, that's terrific. So, yeah, climbing up the charts with a bullet. Climbing up the charts, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that your goal? <laughs> <laughs> Climb up those charts. Now, didn't you have a few songs? You've had, is, is part of the reason why you went to Los Angeles to get out of Nashville? You're probably yeah. a little tired of it, I guess. Like, well, Nashville yeah. doesn't have much... Uh, like, uh, California has a lot of culture, and, and I grew up in Kentucky, and mm -hmm. you, you went to Vandy, so uh, you know... Yeah. 
um, you know, you're kind of surrounded by the same thing. You know, you might as well have a baby and have a kid and send them to school and do the thing. Even even be, being creative, it feels stagnant. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't speak of that today. I, you know, I know people are moving there. I have nothing against it. But when I went to L.A., there was this moment of like, oh, my God. It's like traveling in a foreign country, you know, every Yes, you know, I used to live blocks. in Brooklyn. So oh, I, yeah, same thing. Right. So... Yeah, and so you were getting to the point that a lot of my songs have been placed in TV and film, and, and that was the case, and still is the case um, now. And and what happened was I was getting these songs and, and shows, and I was getting more money than I would for touring. I was opening mm -hmm. up for Mellencamp and all those <laughs> people, and you know it was more lucrative to to sit there and and hustle music supervisors. Mm -hmm. So I I chose to do that, and you know, but. You know nothing against any place else. I just that's how that's why I want. It makes up sense there. that you're there if yeah. you're already having really good, not luck, but having a really good track record getting your stuff into these uh, films and TV episodes. You yeah. might as well. I mean, for sure. And I, I think a lot of people ask. I'm sure there's a lot of musicians who listen to this show, and they ask, "How do you do it?" You know, mm -hmm. and, and it is. It's about who you know, which yes. So, but also, it's about owning everything. They want to make sure that when they ask for it, mm -hmm. they don't have to worry about it. That it is all there. It's one mm -hmm. stop, and that's what makes it easy. Like there's a song on here, "Meet You in the Middle," that was in the finale of The Office, mm -hmm. right? There's, I had a few songs in the finale, but this one was in the wedding scene. And I say it's the, it's a cheap wedding song. Yeah. <laughs> because the other songs in there were November Rain and a, and a Tom Petty and a Bruce Springsteen song. But Tom Petty or Bruce, I don't know who, had a favored nations clause. Mm -hmm. So whoever got paid the most, he gets one penny more. So those songs garnered like, I think, $250,000 a side. So I have a cheap version of a good wedding song. <laughs> so um why don't you yeah. play a few songs for us all right do i need to can you hear that yeah it sounds pretty good well i know where i have started Desperate with a prayer Ain't no chance of living An idea I could not bear And pity swept the bottom Dragged me across the rocks Had no other option Yeah, nothing really made it stop And I floated to the surface To catch my last breath Surviving lost its purpose And solitude killed the rest And then you pulled me from the water you leave me on the bow What I was, you know I ain't that now I was once all alone But ain't that anymore, no Yeah, I was all alone But ain't that anymore Well, I laid there and I trembled Looked you in your eyes Scared and I was humble I did not know why You brought me to the shore Stoned and confused Can't make it here no more Hell, I don't know what to do And then 
you just started laughing Seeing right now I'll never know But the dry land I'm standing on Is better than before So just keep out of the water And keep this in your mind For the pain that you've been living in Almost killed you this time You were once all alone But you ain't that anymore, no Yeah, you were all alone But you ain't there Anymore Oh, I forget that I had fallen What drove me to my depths I stopped believing there might be something here I've missed So I dive into the deep Don't tell anyone You don't know what I need Hell, you don't know what I want And then that current starts pulling And I don't know how to swim Sink down to the bottom And I'm back right there again And then you tell me dinner's ready And I wake up from that dream I thank God for you, baby And everything, yes, I was once all alone But I ain't that anymore, no I was all alone But I ain't that Lovely, lovely, yay! Yay, Now, um, how long did you have that song in the can for? I mean, I'm, that one didn't. That did one that, was the, a new one. So oh, great! There was a couple yeah. ones. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them on here that that I wrote. Uh, mm-hmm. So what happened was there's a song called Forgiveness. That that was the first song I wrote, kind of coming back. Because mm-hmm. what it, what happened is the business that I decided to start didn't work. Yeah, and it was a it was a big bummer in my life because mm-hmm. I had kind of set aside my own stuff, and then what happens when something stops working is is usually it takes another couple of years. And and I would try to make this quick, but you know when you're doing a business, everybody wants to talk about high level because they don't want to do the hard heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And then when you start living in fear, that's all you end up communicating about. It's just these sorts of daydreams, like, oh, we're going to go raise $8 million. Yeah. We're going to go. <laughs> and, and so I was, I, I didn't know where to start. And that song, and the song Forgiveness came, and then that song. And I started going to a therapist, and I, st- I just started playing them for her. And I was, like, even shaking. I was like, what in the world's wrong with me? And then finally, I, the fever kind of broke. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so, yeah, so that one, um, I didn't have, I mean, I, I kind of set, that was, you can hear the guitar playing of that. And so I kind of was moving towards that as like mm-hmm. this sort of um, open tuning. So maybe I've had that for a little bit longer. So, so when was your um, last album out? I know there's one, 2013, 14, well, there, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there, there was. So some of those you can't find right now, but. Um, you can't, they're on Spotify. Some of them are. Some of them are, yes. Yeah. And so. um Yes, yeah, so I had I've done a few different records. Mm-hmm. Um, my last re- about 2013, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's 2018 now. Yeah, 2013. Um, like I said, I have produced other people, country artists or Dwayne, or, um, but I just never, you know, it's hard. Um, creativity is a hard thing because, yeah. you know, it's not, there's a school of thought that you just go in and pound it out. Mm -hmm. And to some degree, that's true. You know, a great song, a good song is written, a great song is rewritten, that sort of idea. But for me, it's always been a meditation. So it's, it takes a little bit of, of kind of going through the veil um, to kind of break, to kind of break the, the cycle of um, self-doubt or self-pity or just fear, you know. Um, and that can seem like a monster at times that it really isn't. So I don't know. Uh, where am I going with this? Uh, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Highway 322. I'm Desdemona Finch, and we're here with Stahl Vaughn, who is a singer-songwriter, Americana singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, and he's a producer, and he writes songs for a lot of people, yeah. and he gets his songs into TV shows and films, and now he's uh, promoting his latest album that it's been about five... Well, not really five years in the making, but it's been five years since your last one. Exactly, yeah. So it's... And he also has videos that Austin Lynch, the son of David Lynch, did that came out in March. And yeah. where can you see those? I, I you saw them on them YouTube. You can see them through my website, and they're on Vimeo. Which is Stolvon. Stolvon. S-T-O-L-L. Yeah. V-A-U-G-H-A-N. And he has a real funny uh, story. He's from Lexington, Kentucky. Actually, where'd you go to high school in Lexington, I went Kentucky? to Well, I went to Sayre School before I graduated from uh Interlock you went to Interlock, yeah. up in Michigan, Michigan. right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. A friend of mine went to Lafayette High School, senior wow. high school. Well, at, the in, guy who produced this went to Lafayette. Oh, really? Yeah, Mike Wanchek. He played football. He was a oh, football wow. star. A football star. When yeah. did he graduate, I should oh, ask Oh, well, him. he's 65 now. So. Uh, yeah, she's younger. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I um, tell her. Yeah. Um, so... It's been, you know, so these songs came out of the last year or so. You just started exactly, yeah. So I kind of getting um, back into the singer-songwriter mode, or rather, getting your own stuff out there. Yeah, I kind of listened to my people. own voice. So I, what happened? I, I was producing a country artist, and we had raised some money in uh, South Dakota, uh, Rapid City. And I had to finish that project before I really felt like I could move on from, because I kind of, that guy, we kind of pulled out of his environment and I was kind of left holding like, you know, if you're holding, if you're dealing with an artist, you're kind of like holding a baby, mm -hmm. like a two-year-old, you know, they can do some things on their own, but most of the time they're screaming and yelling. <laughs> so I kind of was left with that and, and it was my responsibility, at least that's what I, I felt, to, to finish that as much as I could to do all the music and and um, and the produ bring the producers in that I needed, and so when that was kind of fading into um, into the distance, I one of the things I didn't want to I wanted to ask my girl to marry me when I figured when this company was successful. I know I'm telling you a lot of information, but that was a lot of dudes have mm -hmm. a mindset like that. Yeah. When I get to a certain point. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that we never do get to a certain point. And so I decided that, th that it was important for me to go ahead and commit uh, to that. And then from that point, I think once I committed to myself where I was, um, the songwriting was just the only next 
mm-hmm. kind of evolution that that was really easy to trans wasn't easy to transition to but like i said i went to a, a therapist named dr stall which is oh, weird. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I sat there and I said, listen, I can tell you all these things I'm doing and I can make them look impressive, but I'm not inspired at all. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the beginning of the process. Oh, that's great. So how do you think, like your album 2013 and now your album 2018, mm-hmm. how do you think you've, do you think you've matured or has your sound changed in any major way? Or um, No, I think, you know, uh, you know, like I, we were talking about Austin. Austin's been a really good friend of mine for a long time. And that, you know, we discussed a lot about what I was doing and who who I was or whatever. And my goal was to simplify it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So when I went, when I sat down with um, with Carl Bramel, uh, the goal was is we got seven days. It's going to be you and I sitting across from each other. We're going to see what we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my mindset is to try to keep it as raw as possible that's why the videos that Austin did are just me playing because I was tired I don't want to cover up anything so maybe Mm -hmm. the problem with production is is it's a different sort of consciousness it's like you kind of go into a meditative state to write these things and they don't really you're not really that aware of what you're writing but then you kind of walk out with this framed picture and everybody goes oh I really like that framed picture well, let's put it on to tape. And then all of a sudden you become kind of in this other mindset of like, well, I like that guitar tone from, oh, yeah. let's just say, ACDC <laughs> back in black and throw it on top of, you know, and you end up, um, your kind of self-centeredness gets in the way of, of, the, of what you what happened in that moment of meditation you get a little self-indulgent it's exactly. like oh i can choose this no maybe this maybe that exactly. how loud should it be that da, 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 da. rethink everything and then and by the by the end of it by the time it gets out there the only reason it's out there because you got bored yeah you were like i gotta get this thing finished and so you just well i guess i like that keyboard <laughs> part still so it's um you know so i think what's changed is that i'm it, you know, I'm not, uh, and I, w- I wasn't trying to cover up anything in my earlier days either, but but subconsciously I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, uh, and I'm just aware, I think there's an awareness throughout this. I, I, even on the back I wrote, I promise you that, uh, that it has been true in its aim, been honest in its ex- execution, and present in its making. It has been nurtured through the, through the town and hearts of others, and did not get lost in the righteousness and the fever of production. The foundation guided the song that stayed course through the through its complete completion. I'm sorry, it's very small on a CD. I should grab the vinyl. Uh, you can hear my voice, my close friends, and the conversation between the world and us. So I, I really do believe I stayed as as vigilantly um, minimalistic as I could. And isn't it cheaper to record that way usually? I mean, does that save you money sometimes? Yeah, it's all the, yeah it's, I mean, it's all kind of the same these days. I mean, when I made my first record, half of it was recorded on tape, and then mm-hmm. Pro Tools was a $40,000 system that you wheeled out, and it would take an hour to do fades. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I can have a computer that can that can do everything that studio could do, and better. Mm-hmm. Um, so the price isn't so much as the time and the mental energy is more expensive to add mm-hmm. more stuff. I, I, I believe that because, I mean, you can find Jimmy the Kid who's who can make you a record that sounds like 
the weekend, not as good as the weekend. Yes. Nor are your songs going to be as good as the weekends mm -hmm. because the weekend writes specifically like that. But you can do that, mm -hmm. and it, well, it doesn't cost a hundred grand or something, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, why don't you play some more songs for yeah, us? Yeah, please. And uh, to other people out there, we're going to be giving away a CD of yours, right? Yeah, and a vinyl. Oh, a limited edition oh, vinyl. Limited edition vinyl. Don't call yet. It's going to be later, probably around five minutes until um, uh, Ragtime America comes on. Did I say that right? I miss. I'm losing it today, people. Don't. Worry. I've had this interesting week. And You're all I, right? was, I was totally unprepared today. I don't know. You should. It's an hour. Yeah, I'm so glad you're coming in. Anyhow, go ahead. What's this new song? What's this song you're playing? I think we're going to do forgiveness since we've been talking about all oh, this stuff. I think that's the first song coming back online. I got voices in my head. Get me up and out of bed I've been busted and I've been burned My heart is beating but you know it hurts And I can tell you every name But that'll never change anything I ain't saying I'll forget it Oh, the wrongs will ever be right We're just talking about forgiveness How it gives you back your It gives you back your life I've got ghosts here in my way Yeah, they haunt me every day They got reasons and they got plans Take me out when they get their chance And I can tell you why they're here That won't make them disappear I ain't saying I'll forget it Oh, the wrongs will ever be right We're just talking about forgiveness And how it gives you back your Yeah, it gives you back your love I know it's never easy Being torn apart Forgive to be forgiven And it'll open up your heart I ain't saying you'll forget it All the wrongs will ever be we're just talking about forgiveness How it gives you back your It gives you back your love
Lovely, lovely. Right. And uh, this is KGNU. I'm Dustin Mum Finch. Uh, Highway 322 and Stahl Vaughn is here playing his music off his latest album, which is called The Conversation. And uh, what record label is that? Where can people find your stuff? So you can find it at Stahl Vaughn, S-T-O-L-L-V-A-U-G-H-A-N.com. You can find it at Spotify, same thing. Uh, iTunes, same thing. And you can call in and win yourself a splattered limited edition vinyl, and that's how you can find me as well. Oh, that's great. Now, mm-hmm. um, uh, like when you started writing songs, mm-hmm. did you always think you'd be doing the, the Americana, kind of an acoustic kind of thing? Was that always in your head? Um, no. I, what happened was when I graduated from Interlock and mm-hmm. I joined a band, they were called Split Lip at the time. They changed their name to Chamberlain, and they were working hard. We were, uh, they were, they were an emo indie kind of band that was, uh, that was really good. I think they're opening for like Dashboard Confessionals now, right? So they mm-hmm. were like big on that scene and kind of influenced the young generation. But I realized that I didn't want to be a guitar player for other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be stuck um, with other people tell, telling me what song. And I think that it was only natural for me to write on the acoustic guitar um, be- just because it was just kind of... And then I developed a voice. I don't. I still don't really have a voice, but I developed what I have as a mm-hmm. voice. So it was very self-contained. Um, yeah, your voice... I, I really like your voice. It sounds really... Um, it's very... I don't know. It sounds very honest. Yeah. It's very... It has a little edge to it. You remind me of someone else, and I don't know who it is. Mm. Not quite, but I can hear glimmers of the someone else who I forget. Who yeah, that, hey, that's fine. You've had a rough week, okay? I know. I've had a rough <laughs> week. Um, so, uh, all you people out there, give us a call if you want to win uh, some uh, Stahl Vaughn uh, merchandise. The number is... Oh, maybe we shouldn't do this yet. You okay. need to do one last song. Yeah. Pick one that you really want to do, and then when that we're really done, we'll have the contest. All right, we'll just do this one here. I, uh. I used to walk around, yeah, looking down, hanging on, baby, thinking about how's gonna give my way. Well, I didn't care, I didn't mind It was hard to be a friend of mine I was gonna take what I could take But that's just who I was If I had you, I wanted more If you met me then You would've locked your door Cause in my mind it was a waste of time You thought of love just to feel alive Felt that for a moment and I'd be gone There was nothing worse, it was a curse It'd drag you right on through the dirt Leave you broken, feeling alone But that's just who I was Didn't give a damn what you were looking for If you met me then Lock that door. I was low, yeah, way low down. I've been on my way up to you. 
break of dawn came rushing in It was dark before but I saw it again Helpless, hopeless lying on the floor Thought came to me I must concede That what I've been I can never be Gotta be just a little bit more But that was just a start the same as I ever was before. If you met me then, you would have locked that door. Well, them years and years they flown by. I started opening up my eyes, started knowing what it might just take to love. Gotta give it all, gotta give it up Gotta give some more and never judge And be the rock that they can stand upon For they would do the same for you Baby, pick you up and carry you through Be the comfort line there in their arms This is what I understand, honey This is natural to who I am Something's changed in my heart What I was, I am no more I've come on up to knock upon that door I was low, yeah, way low down I've been on my way Stalvan here on KGNU.